Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <sighs> Mondays just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Am in five, four, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, reviewers of all ages, all demographics from sea to shining sea all around the world and Mars, other planets viewing and listening ah. to us. This M-A-R-S, Mars, bitches. That's right. Red rocks. Yeah, yeah. It's episode 160 of Ooh. That's right. We ain't playing around. Make sure to follow us at JB and Betty Blue, JB and Betty Blue Review.com for all past episodes, content, merch, all that shit. We are on all streaming platforms, right? Check us mm-hmm. out. Subscribe, rate, and definitely check us out on our YouTube channel as well. Joining me live from the hot as fuck desert, uh, <laughs> he is a man affectionately now known as the Mississippi Southpaw. That's right. <laughs> Oh, he, my man's in training. I don't know if he, I don't know if he's lining up for the winner of Roy Jones and Mike Tyson, Doctor Jimmy G. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. Hello, sir. Want some of this too, old man? No. I don't know why you come down here messing with these people. Oh, one of the best. That's the best <laughs> team movie. I'll fight anyone. That's the, my favorite scene from Friday. Oh, no. that's the best shit. Uh, what bike? You know what I'm saying? Right. Jim's <laughs> up there. What bike? So, bro, you, you've been you've been going crazy in the garage. You've been adding to the garage. Now, on our social media at JB and Betty Blue, you're now getting in. You're you know you're you're working the one two one two three one two three five six. What what's happening with the with the boxing? How did this happen? Well, shout out to my dog, man. Uh, Big Vic, man. Uh, he I've known the cat for a little minute, and he's he worked at EOS, matter of fact. And uh, so I met him there. He's trained some cats in the EOS, you know what I'm saying, for hands and stuff. And I mean, he couldn't really get loose like he wanted to. He's an actual boxer, right? This guy's been boxing since nine years old. So just never really, you know, did the whole step in the ring thing, but he's got the knowledge. And he trains me like he trains a fighter. Like, no, I'm not, this ain't no cardio work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is, this is, you know, we, we we do a lot of a lot of offensive, but we do a lot of defensive work. Like, we don't, you don't really see a lot of defensive work we do. But that, that's just eye, hand eye, that's focusing, you know what I'm saying? That's, you know, Trigger pointing, you know, what I'm saying, watching, watching the person's movements and, and reacting, and so on and so forth. Uh, right now, my my lower lats feel like somebody beat me with a bat. Uh, my obliques are tenders as 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 fucking as as brisket <laughs> right now. Like they feel like for real, like bro. I feel like somebody like literally like laid me down and like I was like I was fucking got caught doing some shit in a, in a third world country and they flogged my motherfucking ass. Uh, thoroughly, but my hands hurt. Like, and these are the things that you know that I miss because I used to do this all the time when I played football. It was more just hand work uh, for more cardio and so on and so forth. But now, nah, man, shout out to my dude Victor, man. Uh, first class training, uh, Jab Fitness over in Tempe. The whole crew over there. Uh, it's a wonderful gym. It's uh, it's gritty. Type of gym you want to you want to work out in, as far as boxing goes. So MMA, boxing, jiu-jitsu judo they got all forms of fighting going on in there but my dog Vic got me got me throwing them you know what I'm saying the last video I posted that that's I was a lot looser in that thing so I was letting that jab fly you know what I'm saying catching the tip of it you know what I'm saying movement balance everything good feels good to be back in it man 
Yeah, man. You know, you you're you're already you're already becoming you're already becoming quite quite the Iron Man. So now you're you're adding the uh, you're adding the. You gotta live, man. Look, hey, reviewers out there, live, man. Like for real. Like this fitness shit is not a game. It's not a joke. Uh, like you got time, especially right now. So many ways you could be getting out and getting active and staying active. No gym, no problem. That's real shit. I mean, if you if you want it. Go out and get it, man. Shout out to Corey Callier, you know what I'm saying? Friend of the podcast and homie. Uh, I was watching his story on IG the other day, and uh, him and him and our girl Mimi and some other folks, you know what I'm saying, from G Training family, hitting them stairs, you know what I'm saying? I'm not sure what part of California it was. A lot of goddamn stairs, though. But he made a point. He was like, you know, just doing something different for some odd, 50 some odd days, right? We're going to do something different for 50 some odd days besides just work out. You know what I'm saying? So get active, man. Like, you ain't got to be around people to run. You ain't got to be around people to walk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to be around people to do none of that shit. Get out and get active, man. Uh, you can, you, the only certain things you can control, that's how you need to look at it. Right? You can control the way you eat, right? You can control how much you eat. You can control your activity level in a day. Like, it ain't nothing to get a smartwatch now. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I got a, a, it took me forever to get one, but I got an Apple Watch through my phone. Benny got one, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you got Samsung, Samsung got so many smartwatches. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, and they cheap. So you have, you know, and this is a great way to keep up. I'm saying that because it's a great way to keep up with your activity level, right? You keep up with your caloric burn. And that that's just, take take back control of your life, man. People let, let um, being fat and being overweight and being out of shape takes just as much work and effort as it does to get in shape and stay in shape. So you just, <laughs> Which one would you rather do? You know what I'm saying? That's just kind of what it boils down to. And that's my inspiration, Benny. I, you know what I'm saying? I look at, look at my girls. You know, so I got three beautiful daughters. And, you know what I'm saying? Sons that need their daddy. Mm-hmm. 40 years old, and I ain't trying to slow down at all. Actually, I'm trying to speed the fuck up. Just be real with y'all right there, reviewers. I'm trying to speed up, baby. Right. Yeah, exactly. And hey, listen, pro tip, because of how long this shit's been going on, me just kind of, you know, kind of being, being on the road for, for family stuff. If you have access to an apartment gym, mm-hmm. use that shit because I've been able to use it. And that's the first time I've hit any sort of like for, for real and not, not even really for real weights, but like machines since March. Mm-hmm. And I've been, I've been at it. I've been at it every day because feeling, you know, feeling good. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, yeah, you feel like reborn, like, Oh shit. Like, you know, cardio and light weights and hit and mm-hmm. long jogs and all this shit, all that shit's cool. But like, I like I like being I like being in the gym. Don't get me wrong, right. I like classes and stuff and I do like yoga and stuff like that, but like my favorite is being in the gym. So when you right. don't have access to it and it's shut down, if you have like cuz you know, you know, especially like in the cities, you know people people can kind of high side their own apartment gym. It's like, yo, right. the only shit you got for a while. So mm-hmm. don't even if it doesn't doesn't got everything your main gym does, plus all these gyms like 24 hours shit all going bankrupt. Half the by the time this shit's over, all these businesses are going to be bankrupt. I mean, Jim, right. I rented a car from Hertz and Hertz is bankrupt. Like, what type of shit is that? Like, Hertz, Hertz, Hertz has been around forever. Right. <laughs> right. right. So, yeah. Friend of the podcast, Juice used to do uh, ads for them. Like, come on, man. Right. Like, right. <laughs> hey, man, that's, that's, that's the world. That's the world, bro. That's where we at right now, man. In this world we in right now, that's where we at. Many, many great points. Small businesses are, are in suffering, right? Suffering. So one thing we do when I hear being uh, in the, in just in the black community alone is that 
we're finding small businesses and we're doing what we call cash miles, right? We're running up on these businesses and we're spending, you know, saying hella money at one time in this business. Mark. You know what I'm so yeah. that they can hook, you know, take care of their bills for that month. Um, locations, uh, a girl, Keisha, Keisha Beach is doing a great job out here of organizing what we have, we call base, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and if you don't know what that is, follow us up on Instagram. It's B A S E. It's an acronym. I'm not going to act like I know what it means right now, but <laughs> I, you, you find it. It's there. Uh, and if you're in the Phoenix area and you want to come support small black businesses on Wednesday night and Friday night, uh, you can follow my homegirl Keisha Beach at KM underscore PHX or the easier, you know, send a follow just like I said, base BAS is an acronym. And we'll and, share uh, the information in our socials too, especially right, of course, our, right, Twitter doubt. our Twitter and Facebook. So people can tap in a little bit easier. And speaking, speaking of, um, speaking of fitness professionals and small business owners, um, shout out to a friend of the show, a past guest, and, and we'll certainly be on again, our guy, Bricks Fitness. He just got over Bricks. and uh, he's, he's getting back to business. So definitely check out his channel. He gives you some real insight in terms of what he dealt with. And he really kind of co-signs a lot of things that we talk about in terms of take care of yourself. That's how we mm-hmm. got over it and how you, you know, how you can make sure you don't end up on a damn ventilator from this shit. So Right. We're proof positive of and he was a guy who, who was who was you know his story. Go back, run back that episode, JB and com. He was a big boy. He was a big mm-hmm. boy. He didn't take care of himself. And he he even mentions he's like, Man, I, I would hate to have COVID how I was back a few years ago as opposed to now. Because he takes care right. of it. So start where you're at, use use what you got, and you know, you there's there's plenty of resources, especially on social media for folks who can motivate you and give you some good information. Um, right. make it happen. So there you go. So look at we're 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 powering through this damn thing, and uh, thank God Almighty, we got some sports back, and we have a league that's doing it the right way. And we're going to touch on that here in the back half of the show. All right. Start with um, you know, Jay, in, the, in our parent production meeting, JB just said, you know what, I want to I want to talk I want to talk football, and damn it, it feels normal, it feels right. Yeah. yeah we, we need to, we need to understand we need to understand where we're going and we need to understand what we're going to have because listen it's going to happen in some capacity but right. who might be on the field who who may be participating who knows right so, in the world of college football let's let's start there before we get we get to the actual pros you know it's a very interesting time because it's not like one sports league at a professional level that can kind of move more as a unit. Mm-hmm. You have different conferences like the MAC opting out or, or postponing fall sports. You have different teams like Connecticut and Colorado State just saying F it for this whole season. Right. So it's and, and all these different leagues are kind of moving in similar directions where they're, they're doing only conference play and stuff like that. But now you're seeing more players choosing, saying, you know what, I'm just going to train. I'm opting out for the 2021 draft now one one thing i want to i want jb i kind of want to get your reaction on this and normally we don't we don't cite you know news sources stuff like that because this ain't really that type of podcast right right yeah the gentleman that i started following on our twitter at jb and benny blue uh i don't know him personally but i'm gonna shout him out his name is matt hayes he covers college football for the bleach report and mm-hmm. reading a couple of his tweets he said power five ad as an athletic director just texted said you and your colleagues are chasing the wrong story the virus alone is enough to stop the season, but presidents are terrified of players organizing. It's the paradigm shift to change amateur sports. 
You potentially lose one season with the virus. You lose the entire framework of your mission statement with players organizing. You need time to figure out how to attack it. And the reason why I bring this up is because there's, there's an organization called College Athlete Unity that's really coming into play. And it's athletes from not just football, it's all different collegiate sports. And they are basically fighting for the right to be safe with the COVID and also their rights as not only individuals, but what they can speak out on as far as things like social injustice and things of that nature. And, you know, they're calling out the big 10 They're They're really coming together. And JB, it makes, it makes me wonder just like with some other things that we've seen and what we've talked about in previous episodes, is this the time where it's like we, the, the players might finally have the NCAA and some of these conferences on their knees to really get what what they want. I mean, when you hear all that, like, how do you process that? I think it's it's great that they have an organization that that that's trying to protect. That's basically standing in as the the union, right? Trying to become the union for collegiate athletes, right? It's going to be a, a daunting task, right? Because it's not a specific organization with a set number of of people who you're trying to protect, like the NFLPA, right? They understand how many people they're trying to protect. They know exactly how many people are on these teams. They know the stipulations. They know contracts. They know these, this, that, and the third. They understand the writing, big writing, the small writing. They understand everything that goes on with the NFL, right? The same thing with the NBA and MLB. Those specific unions that are set to protect the players. Well, this is what they're trying to do with this little college thing. College Athletic Unity, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yep. College, so yeah, so CAU, that's what they're trying to do with it, right? And I commend them for that because there has been no protection for college athletes of any kind, right? And this is before COVID or anything, right? The NCAA don't give a damn. You think the NFL don't give a damn? <laughs> the NCAA, they, 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 look, they don't give a damn, they don't give a fuck, right? So don't talk about the NCAA not giving a fuck at all. Right, they don't care about none of that shit. They don't want they don't want these kids to get no money outside of scholarship money they're getting, or the Pell Grant, or whatever the hell your respective state monies that you get for going and maybe staying in your state and get a certain amount of money or so on and so forth. College athlete, they don't want these guys and girls making no money outside of the money that they're given, right? And in that, they don't want them having any more rights then they're given through the NCAA and through the respective universities. So shout out to them for trying to do that. And I keep saying trying because that's, I, I tell, I say it all the time if you listen to our podcast, the NFL is a motherfucker, but the NCAA is a big, hairy motherfucker, right? You know what I'm saying? This, this, this one is not to be fucked with at all. You know what I'm saying? Because they're huge, they're big, and they got a whole lot of power. Right, and then the people who make up the scholastic part of it, you're small, you're minute, you're nothing, right? So those kids that are opting out, and you know, you're saying the guys like, and especially it really pertains more towards football than anything, right? Just being completely honest, you know, saying like we love all collegiate sports, we understand that you know all athletes matter, you know, it's real, right? If you're a collegiate athlete, I understand, we, we feel your pain. But we're talking more about football now because football, right now we got guys opting out. And like Benny said earlier, they're saying, okay, well, I'm going to opt out, work out, and just stay ready, and then I'm going to enter myself into the 2021 draft. <sighs> okay. Well, 
I'm going to say this to you, right? And Deion Sanders said it, but he didn't say it as eloquently as I'm going to put it, right? You better know what the fuck you're doing, <laughs> right? Deion said it nicely. I'm going to say it how I say things. Right. You better know what the fuck you're doing. You better be, you, you better look at your projection right now to see what you would have been if you came out right now, right? If you were going to get drafted right now, where would you be, right? Then take that and knock it back a whole fucking round. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Knock it back a whole round. So now you know if you're a projected first round draft pick, you probably won't get picked until the second half, third round, because you're gonna opt out an entire season. And they're not gonna see you play for an entire football season. Right? That's just like somebody who was ranked super high and then they got hurt and then they had to sit out a little part of the season and they were ranked super high. And there are there's gonna be that doubt because they can't see you play football on film. Right? But what they did see is the cat that didn't opt out who just had a phenomenal fucking season, even though it was fucking eight games, seven games, no matter, who had a great season, who put great film out there, who they're going to take before you, right? So you can take that. I'm going to opt out, and I'm going to work out, and you're ready for the 2021 draft. And you can take whatever projection you were, and you can knock a whole round off that, because that's basically what you're going to get if you get that round when you knock it back. And and that's just the God's honest truth. You got to be, you got to be, Trevor Lawrence could probably do it. Right, yeah. because yeah. right now he's the, he's the, the highly the, the most highly ranked quarterback in the nation. He probably could do it. The Trevor Lawrence, said, you know, I'm gonna sit the fuck down, work out, go go see one of the quarterback whispers, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And and I'll be ready for the 2021 season. Oh yeah, it's gonna be some teams that's gonna take him for sure first round. Right, right? maybe not first pick, but he gonna go in the first round. Right. So you better know what the fuck you're doing. That's real shit. That's as real as real can get. You know, reviewers out there and young kids. Who are football players, especially because that's my, my my thing. I'm gonna tell you the truth, and I'm being completely honest with you right now when I say that. You better know what the fuck you're doing, because you you might get drafted, and you might not. Right. Right. So if you if you projected fourth round draft pick, you might want to bring your ass in there and be safe and play football this year, right? Because yeah. you might just be, you might be screwing yourself over real big. Yeah. Exactly. Because. I mean, from a from a money standpoint, I mean, you know, money talks with, with all these situations. NFL teams, especially GMs, um, you know, for for teams that are going to be drafting high, they're going to be they're going to be minimizing risk even more. So if they don't right. have decent tape, even if you have that much talent, they're they're going to look at it as if you're they're going to basically treat you as if you're injured, like right. you played well, but then you were first round of the tour their ACL or something mm-hmm. like that. They're going to exactly like how they're going to do you. Yep. And the other thing too, JB, is like when you when you look at when you look at this letter that they wrote to the Big Ten in terms of the list of demands that they have for safety protocols as it relates to um, COVID in particular, particularly the 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 big one that stands out is banning the use of those weak ass COVID nineteen liabilities. Like, oh, we don't we're, we're not responsible if you get it. Basically, is what they're saying. The, mm-hmm. the shitty part is is that these players are basically in contract with the schools. What they're not really in right. contract with is their conference or the NCAA. I mean, it's somewhat with the conference, but really not with the NCAA at all. So the other thing is, as you mentioned, know what the fuck you're doing. That also applies to the transfer portal. Like if you're a player right. that wants to play, but you don't feel safe at your program, but you want to go to another program, don't shoot yourself in the foot and take yourself off the field for a year because you're stuck right. in limbo trying to figure out if you can still play somewhere, but you don't trust your program. Or maybe you're in a state that's just going crazy with the Rona. 
and you don't want to play games there because you, I mean, the team might get infected or whatever the case may be. Right, right. It applies for kids who still have who players who still have um, years of eligibility left as right. well. It doesn't just apply right. to the pro level. So that 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 takes me to the to the to the next point. Oh man, I, you know, you know, you know, we love playing we love playing themes, JB, from some of our favorite wrestlers. Uh JB, I'm a. I'm gonna I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you do the honors for the for the gentleman uh who who bought the sports league. Do you know do you know what I'm talking about? You know do you know what you I do. I do. I do. You know it's it, it's so it's so shout out to our guy. And I say our guy. We love this dude. Like, we fucking adore this man. Perhaps. All right, we adore this man. All right, because he makes moves that are strategic. All right, he gives it his all and everything he does. He's standing order when it comes to working out and, and, and pushing yourself to the limits and new heights. And if you smell what the rock, what the rock is cooking right now. <laughs> or should I say, if you smell what the rock has cooked, because it's already done, right? Yes, Dwayne The Rock Johnson purchased the XFL for a measly Measly. This is a sports team we talk about now. This is not a team. This is a sports organization. Right. For a measly $15 million. Right? Measly. He got a deal. Woo, shit. Right? But here's our thing, Benny. Like, we we were very high on the XFL. Yes, we were. We were very high on the XFL because it was some good football being played. Yes. Yes, it was. So if the rock, if, if the rock and his team, and the people that he's with that take take over this 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 organization, if they do this thing correctly, and I ain't talking about no motherfucking wrestling promo type bullshit, like actually making a respectable football league, like it was, I think, before it got shut down due to this whole COVID thing, it can be a phenomenal league for a long time, right? For a long time, it can. It can be the D League of football. Right, it can. It, it very well could be. I'm gonna say a level above the D League because, you know, the D League is the G League rather, right? Basketball. So the G League is cool, cool to watch, but it's just it don't hold a candle to the real deal. You know what I'm saying? Right. The real NBA basketball, G League basketball. There's a significant drop off. XFL football, I think, can be a level right under the NFL, really, because there's a lot of guys out there who had the talent to play in the NFL, just like we spoke about when they had the old Alliance League. There are a lot of guys out there who had the talent to play who just didn't never get the opportunity to stick. Right? They might have got the opportunity to get there, but they never got the opportunity to stick. For whatever reason, numbers, injuries, whatever, they didn't get the opportunity to stick. And these guys can come in this league and they can play and they can be stars in their own league. Right? I love what they did by making it a separate league to where people can get contract and get another contract and get another contract and become a superstar in this league as opposed to saying, I'm working my ass off to get to the NFL, right? It don't have to be that. It doesn't have to be that. If you want to become a star in this league, then you can do that. That's the way the damn thing should be organized. It, It should be set up like that no other way. And that way, you're gonna have football Pretty much year-round, right? Good football, pretty much year-round, right? Now, nothing's ever going to trump, and I hate saying that word nowadays, nothing's going to overtake the monster that is the NFL. 
right? The NFL is Godzilla, right? Period. But you have a baby Godzilla, and that's the XFL. So shout out to Dwayne the Rock Johnson, all right? He did the damn thing, him and his team. That was great. I saw it and I got hyped. I was like, thank God, all right? Because I don't think he's going to, he's not going to let that thing fail. And he's passionate about it, right? I don't think Vince McMahon was that passionate about the XFL. Yeah. Right. He knew he knew it could be something, but it wasn't his baby. Right. You know his baby is wrestling. It was just it was his side chick. Wasn't his old lady. So for The Rock, I think he's gonna make this his, his main. You know what I'm saying? He's really gonna put it into it. Movies, movies is his thing. He ain't gotta worry about that. Right. He got he gotta call the shots. He playing what he, he he makes movies that he wants to make. He's that big of a star now. He's an A plus actor. So he makes the movies that he wants to make. So movies ain't shit for him. So now this is his baby. And I, I think it's going to be successful. I'm happy. I'm happy yeah. for it. I'm happy yeah. for him, Billy. I'm happy for it. More so, you know how I am. I'm happy for these guys right. that are not getting an opportunity to play in the NFL. Yeah, because I mean, for yeah. The Rock, it, you know, similar to I think what you've seen. It's funny because he does all these movies with Kevin Hart, but they're in a very similar position where they're elevating to like owning things and, and mm-hmm. companies and things of that nature. So that that's him. I think you know, really, really stepping in, into that arena. No problem. Right. And people forget, you know, you, you know, he used to play. He played for Miami, and he in the end, I think he understands the plight of the XFL guy because he he was a fringe NFL guy, right? He right. Quite good enough to stick, but he mm-hmm. knows what those guys are going through. And the funny thing about this JB is that unlike the a- AAF, which we, we rode pretty tough for, because again, we right. liked all that we were seeing. The XFL was actually pretty well run, but COVID really just took them out because they had because they had built up so many. You know, they had the TV deals and the expenses. They just right. they, it wasn't it wasn't like the AAF where they grossly mismanaged their money. It's just, right. just COVID, just like COVID's taken out fucking twenty four hour fitness and Hertz and Pier One Imports, mm-hmm. and it just mm-hmm. went bankrupt. That's just what happened. So it wasn't like they they were hopefully and probably still going to stick if the pandemic doesn't happen, but. I think The Rock can bring into some, some breathe some new life into it because, like you said, he's probably going to care about it a little bit more than Vince. Even though Vince would probably swear up and down that, oh, I'm doing it, you know, I'm doing it again, I'm doing it the right way. Well, great, Vince, you you were doing it better than the first time around. Right, right. Hats off. It was it was no yeah. fucking joke. Yeah. It wasn't a joke. You know what I'm saying? Because the first time around, it was like, what is this shit? This is yeah. wrestling on a football foot. Wrestling, wrestling with football equipment on, like exactly. And bringing it kind of full circle as it relates to college players, like you said, now that could be the portal of presenting itself like a like a higher level G League where it can really be for guys who don't who want to bypass the college system, who can play there for a couple of years and, and then elect to go to the NFL, or like you said, because of what The Rock has done in entertainment, become stars in their own right in the XFL. And I think JB, I have a sneaking suspicion that this pandemic is going to prove that. The NFL needs the XFL more than it would care to admit, because right. if they just like imagine if the XFL was intact right now and they needed right. needed players who are ready to go, right? Just like it. we talk about, I talk about it all the time. I hate the NFL Europe folded because NFL Europe was a great league, man. It was its own entity, but it was still that pipeline to get to the NFL. Now we take away that pipeline, right? There's always that option, right, to go to the to the big leagues, right? But now you can be that guy, you know what I'm saying, in, in this league. And so, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited about it. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't wait for 2021 to get around so we can be normal again, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, well, speak, speak, speaking of all that, before we get into our, our first break, um, 
Camp, I mean, speaking of normalcy, I mean, camp camp is open. I mean, apparently camp started. The camp's open. Um, apparently, there's apparently they they're advertising hard knocks. I mean, they're gonna still gonna do hard. That's gonna be very interesting. Not only because they're doing an, a, 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 an LA hard knocks is that. Yeah. So two teams plus they got to It's gonna be very interesting to see how they film shit with COVID. But for, so far, what is your impression of it? And specifically for the Bird Gang, what are you like? What are you hearing? How is it? How has it been going in your estimation? Uh, honestly, of course, you know, everything kind of just really kicked off about a weekend, if that. Um, but testing during that time, right? Right. So, I think, I think, I think, uh, Aaron Donald said something I read, and he said that everybody kind of feels safe now, right? Because we're back in our own world, right? Uh, and, and people don't understand that, that as a football player and as an athlete, you're accustomed to being. Not and I, I'm not gonna use the word bubble, but you're accustomed to being inside of a different world than the one that we're in, right? We eat, sleep, shit, practice, play around our team and around our and our faculty, and that, that's normal to us, right? So, yeah, everybody was like, well, they got families and kids and wives. Yeah, true, that's normal, but that's not the norm, norm, right? Being completely honest with you, uh, a professional athlete is a part-time father, right? <laughs> you can be the best dad you want to be, but you're not going to be there like mom because we're in another world, and we have to be, right? So now that guys are back in that world, I think guys feel a whole lot more safe. There are going to be some guys that get COVID. It's going to happen because, it, it, because it's so easy to catch. But I think that with the resources that the NFL has from team to team and just the NFL as, as the umbrella, they're gonna fight. They're gonna figure out a way to get it going fast. They're gonna put that person in quarantine. Um, <laughs> we, we joked about it last episode about this whole COVID reserve list they have, and they do. Uh, teams have a COVID reserve list that are players that are ready to be ready to play if somebody goes down with COVID because they got to be out for two weeks, ten days, 14, 10 to fourteen days. You're about, you're about to be eligible. You're about to be eligible on the COVID reserve. List. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna come in as the eligible tackle like this in the goal line. Yeah, look, I take a couple more of them checks. Flat on the right. Uh, I'll take a couple, couple more of them checks. What you mean? I'm, I'm, I'm down there red zone threat now. So, uh, no, but it's, it's it's real. We talk about that money train is not going to stop. But I really think that they're doing everything that they can to keep these guys safe. That's just the objective because it's about the product, right? I said last episode, the NFL don't give a fuck about their players. And they, <laughs> to a certain extent, they don't. Let's just be real. I'm going to call a spade a spade. But it's about the product, right? And if those star players are on that field, their product's not going to be the same, right? So it, it will be in their best interest to make sure that those guys stay healthy and stay as healthy as possible. So yeah. I'm pretty sure they're taking every precaution. The media is not allowed in, not except for, you know, like outside media is not allowed in. Outside fans aren't allowed in. I'm almost certain that most NFL, all all NFL stadiums are going to not allow fans coming. Uh, I know us, the Cardinals, <laughs> said that. I think yeah, it's us. Us at the Cardinals, we said that we were gonna let people come in, but we we're gonna make up wear masks. That that's not gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. I said this two months ago. People asked me about football. Is it gonna happen? I said it's gonna happen. I said it's gonna be weird as fuck for the first six to eight weeks. It's gonna be really weird, right? Because anybody gonna be in the stands, so it's gonna be like fucking scrimmages on Sunday and Monday. But at the same time, it's like these guys getting paid. That competitive spirit's gonna take over. There's gonna be some nasty games played. It might even be nastier. Because I see more, I, I always you see more fights in practice than you do, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> in, in, in the real game. So 
it's going to be frustrating to a certain point, but at the same time, when it's all said and done, you got a job to do because those checks are rolling in, right? So you got to get out there and you got to perform at the highest level you possibly can. And games got to be won and games got to be lost. So yep. it's uh, it's good to have it back. Good to be able to turn the ESPN on and see guys. It's good to be able to jump on social media and see your team doing their thing out there and, and see, you know, saying uh, highlights of guys catching balls and everything that we do. It, 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 it makes, it kind of calms the spirit a little bit, right? Okay. Kind of calms the spirit a little right. bit. Right. Soothes the savage beast, right? Right. right. Football does. <laughs> Yo, ser- serious question before we get into our first break. Two, mo- two months into this quarantine, what is the percentage of players who have kids that were just going down to their, like, basement bathroom were just sitting down there on their phone for like a half hour to get away from their kids. What percent? Oh, 90%? 95%? I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be realistic about it. You know what I'm saying? Because some guys, you know, have older kids and older kids are a lot easier to deal with. You know, oh, yeah. Kids. You know, okay, so, so, I'll take that with uh, under, kids under 10. Kids ooh, under 10. I'm going to go on. Yeah, by 85% of them, at least yeah. an hour a day, right? Now, I know me personally, like, I, I don't, my kids are always in and out of my house, right? So, my daughters will be here in a little while, uh, a couple of days, they'll be here for a couple of weeks. Uh, my son is in from New Orleans, so he comes and he stays, you know what I'm saying? So, my kids are always in and out of my house, right? My kids are older, but when Lil Sparrow Rain is here, who daddy's shadow, sometimes I got to, <laughs> I'm just being real, as fucked up as this sounds, sometimes I got to go to my hiding spot, which is the bathroom. Right, and that shit that that shit that we usually take about ten minutes, fifteen minutes takes about thirty-five minutes. And trust me, in that time you get a daddy. What you doing? Know? What I'm doing? Use the bathroom. Leave me alone. Right. So of course, I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I'm thinking about eighty-five percent video wow. guys. And, right, they're sitting there on their phone, <laughs> like this, playing games and sliding through Twitter, and you know what I'm saying, doing what guys do in the bathroom. Yeah. Well. Stay safe. Probably, hop, probably hopping in some DMs too. Right. Yeah. No shit. Well, stay yeah. safe, uh, both in the DMs and and uh, you know, at training camp. Because uh, I JB, my prediction is my prediction is the the NFL season is going to run somewhere between the quality and the safety and the experience of the MLB and the NBA. I don't think it's going to be as bad as the MLB because MLB is is tripping and falling all over themselves. But, right. but the NBA has got it locked down tight. Like them, them, them dudes, like just be real, like, and I'm not knocking the MLB, but they're used to running a, sh- a loose ship anyway. Oh right? yeah, they're not, they're not, they're never the the, the, the the sports league that's like you got curfew and no right, baseball. Them boys, the spin. Them boys be out, man. They, they look, they be on like they be going for a week. They play four games in a week. You really think them boys? It's like so. So say say they play at six o'clock or they play at two o'clock on Monday, right? They get there for the first week, two o'clock on Monday, right? That game lasts till about 5, 30, 6 o'clock. They're done until four o'clock the next day, right? So they got to get up and they got to bullshit for like an hour at one o'clock. And then they got some treatment and then they got to be on the field. Oh, they, they run a loose chip over there. So that's that's why you see the, the, the shit going on COVID-wise. Them motherfuckers is wild. Now, one thing, if you, if you really want to put a... a, a a label on it, or you want to put like a number system on it, on how wild sports are? I'm talking about wild, real world wild. Crazy. Off the chain. Baseball's number one. 
don't care what nobody say. Basketball is probably number two. Football is number three. And then we go on from there. Football and hockey might be like, well, so I'll tell you that back. Baseball, uh, baseball and hockey might be what? Because they wild. But we ain't heard nothing about them. Yeah. Football cats ain't ain't as wild as advertised. But MLB, they're they're like MLB, like no half the time people don't even know who's in the league, and them cats are fucking out look, here. Look, let me tell you something, man. I'm just like, I, no no names gonna be said. But I was hanging out with when I was a rookie. There's cats I was hanging out with. I went and hung out with one particular receiver, right? And we went and hung out with the Phillies one night. Oh boy. I look. I, I, I ain't seen I seen some of the wildest shit I've ever seen in my life at that house because they don't go party like other people they they have they have a house and they import the bras and they kick I mean they kick it and they you know, they kick it and they kick it hard right <laughs> <laughs> like messy <laughs> yes sir yes sir all right viewers when, when we come back we're gonna talk about a, a team. That uh, you know, you you think would get more love in the show, considering our our affinity and appreciation for the desert. Because God damn it, they're doing great things in the desert. Oh, that's called a teaser in this business. Stick around when we come back. This is the JB and Benny Bird Review podcast, and we'll be right back, bitches. Yeah. Hey, Bird Gang, this is your boy, former Cardinal Jeremy Bridges. Tune into the number one podcast on the web, my show, the JB and Benny Bird Review, right here on KSRN Arizona. All right, five. Four, three, two, one. Viewers, let's go. Welcome back. Appreciate you rocking with us. Episode 160 of the review. 160, bro. That's crazy, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 160. You know my mind, man. So I was trying to figure out the other day what episode we was on. You're always like, you're like 193. <laughs> like, you're always, you know, you're, you, always, you always put it lower. You're always like, it's like right, 124. Right. Like, what the fuck? Right, right, right. Yeah, so oh. 160, man. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Just want to say, send a shout out, man, everybody listening. I posted a story earlier on our Instagram page, man, just, you know, reminding the reviewers that we were recording today and that we were putting it out tomorrow being the, the 10th of, uh, of, what is this, August? Mm-hmm. Uh, right, so. Uh, when you're staying home. Right, right, exactly. So, so the funny, one of the funniest memes I've seen thus far is August came quick. And you know, Jada Pinkett Smith was on the picture, so. Uh, <laughs> August, came, August came quick. Oh, man. Oh, God. Okay. That's enough of that. So, <laughs> man, I'm still, I'm sorry, I'm sorry when I even get on this shit. I'm still like, what? What? It's crazy to me that, that that they just took us through that journey with them like that, right? I, I still can't believe she put that man on camera. That was unbelievable. They just took us on the red table shit, and he's got to sit there while she's like, "We had an right." And he's like, "You know what that means, right?" You that's why I say you you just really took us through that journey like that, like for real. I mean, damn. Shout out, shout out to Will. Will, Will, you were you you certified your legend status a long time ago, but damn it, Will, come on, man. Mm. And so for me though, Benny, it's like this: it's a, I'm not buying the fact that Will didn't notice. You know what I'm saying? I'm not buying that. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Not one bit. Not to harp on this shit, but I'm not buying 
for one second that Will didn't know that that this was happening. I'm- well, that that was them. That was them. You know why they did it? That was them responding to the to the the tsunami of, of social. That's why. Right, right. They want right. to frame it in their own way, but it's like they still made Will look fucking crazy. And I was like, I can't, I can't believe with how how smart and like experience that how how smart experience how like the ownership that they have of their content that that they let that come out that was kind of yeah. wild. He, I, yeah. I would you know what i would you know what i you know what i would actually i would i would pay a small pay-per-view fee to witness is the conversation they had after that shit right yeah off yeah. camera when they went off camera when they actually when they actually left the audio running you know those like right. cameras like pointed out here like, right <laughs> Like they, like like Dave Chappelle when he was uh, he was he was acting like Dark Vader about the sexual harassment. <laughs> it's like cut the camera. <laughs> hey. Oh goddamn it! That was that was on the that, that was on the table. Fucking could have got red. You know what I'm saying? Like just, right, exactly. that, that that was the that was the real red table, motherfucker. Like right. That, like, I, got, I got that picture of Will in my phone. You know what I'm saying? Just in case anybody try me. <laughs> they gonna get the wheel face, all right? <laughs> I got that, and I got this little kid on Twitter. I don't know who this child is, bro. I don't know who this child is. Oh, is that the kid with like right. the macular hairline? Yeah, that that's the one. I be yeah. I don't know who me. this child is, right? But I saw this kid one day. Somebody said something about her kid don't be having it or some shit, and I was like, you know what? Damn, that kid's face is my face. Anytime I don't believe something. Here he is, reviewers. This is my guy. All right, we see him. Get this glare. All right, we get this glare right. You see this kid? This is my facial expression 60% of the day. That is <laughs> people, awesome. start saying, people start saying dumb shit to me. People start saying shit I don't believe. And, and, thanks, and thanks to you, that is now going to be the thumbnail for this episode. So when you pull this up on YouTube, it's like, <laughs> you hold it up. Right, I ain't trying to hear. Whoever this kid is, mom, dad, whoever this kid is, the child is my spirit animal. That's who he is. That's why I'm using his face because I know one day somebody will be like, why are you posting my picture of my kid up here? Hey, because that's my spirit animal. What's his name, damn it? Jamal? Right. right. And, <laughs> and considering how fast the internet moves, he's probably 16 at this point. Good God. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. About to graduate high school and shit. Right. Speaking of making the internet go crazy, oh, that's right. We teased it before the break. Ah. This, this might be one of the very first time we very barely talked about him because let's be honest, ever since we started this podcast, wasn't a lot to talk about. But don't look now, but your Phoenix Suns are five and zero in the NBA bubble. The first time, JB, that they've been five and zero since I believe December of twenty fourteen. I think they've been they've yeah. been ugh, for a while. So yeah. they're five and zero, trying to get in the playoffs. Trying to, trying to sneak into the playoffs, trying to get that AC to play the lane. Right, uh, my my sons, man. Uh, so shout out to Monty Williams, first and foremost. Yeah. All right. Who's doing a phenomenal job with a young group of guys. Right. And we got some OGs in there, like 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 uh like my man Rubio. Right. Mm-hmm. Book ain't no book's not a, a, a freshman by any stretch of imagination. He's been in the league for a few years. Uh, Javon Carter, who was one of our key role players. Uh, young Aiton, coming of age, Mikael Bridges, my cousin, yeah. who is the consummate pro, man. You know, the kid is like, I mean, this is what his second year in the league, man. He's like, he don't make mistakes, man. 
Like the kid comes in, you get quality minutes, you're gonna give defense because he's long. He got a jumper, he can slash, he gets garbage points, and the kid is just a consummate pro. And you get you you, you mix that all in, along with uh what Obrier, I can never say his name. Obrier. Okay. Uh, who's just Obrey? Obrey, yeah, who's just the he he's just nasty, right? He's got a mean streak to him. I like him. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he's he gonna dunk on your ass. He can stroke the tray, right? He's just, his thing is he just disappears sometimes, right? You know, sometimes he just disappears. You're like, what the fuck is that? But then when he's balling, he's balling, right? Again, shout out to Monty Williams and his coaching staff for for doing great things with this young nucleus of players. I think we can be good for a long time. As we spoke about in our practice pattern production meeting, baby, we need one more guy, right? We need one more guy. So Kawhi, you're not gonna win the championship in LA. It's not gonna happen. Uh, not gonna happen. I'm telling you, it's just not. Either the Lakers are gonna win the championship in LA, or ain't nobody in LA will win the championship. That's just, that's just how it's gonna happen, right? And then, so I don't even know Kawhi's contract situation. But yeah, two years. Where it goes, man. One plus one, I think. Same with Paul George. We're you lobbying. Know, We're lobbying now. Yeah. We're lobbying. We're lobbying. You know what I'm saying? We just need a superstar. Right? We need one superstar to come to the desert. And I don't understand why we can't get a superstar to come to the desert. It'd be fun as the fuck out of me. You got, we're a hub, man. You got LA, less than five hours, five hours away. I'm an hour and 10 minutes away on a plane. You got Vegas, same thing, 45 minutes, 50 minutes away on a plane. You got Houston, you know what I'm saying? You got a couple hour plane ride. Why would you not want to be here? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you not want to be in the desert? Great house price. Most of them live here in the offseason anyway. Right? So, like, great house prices. You got any kind of woman you want. I'm just being real because most of these guys are single. You know what I'm saying? You got any kind of woman you want. You know what I'm saying? Black, white, other. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> what more can you ask for, man? The nightlife is cool when it's cracking. You know what I'm saying? A whole lot of trouble to be gotten to in Scottsdale, Arizona. So, shit, what do you mean? We need that one more dude, man. Or, just to be real with you, Benny, how the fuck we don't? No, we don't. We just need next year. That's what we need. We need the team to stay intact, and we need next year. Because I believe we can, we're going to make some motherfucking noise next year, right? You got, the, you got the dominant teams in the West. You got the Clippers. You got the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? You got those teams, right? Dallas is gonna be a motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? So that you know, you're looking at about five teams in the Lakers, Dallas, uh, the Clippers. Who else in the West? Uh, Houston, uh, always gonna be in the mix. Um, there's one more team I'm forgetting. And the, I mean, the Warriors are gonna be back next year. The Warriors be back next year. They so might not be dominant, at, but they they're gonna be we're back. Looking at, we're looking at five teams, right? So that's three fucking spaces. That we can sleep in, we can slip in and be, you know what I'm saying, seated, you know what I'm saying, mid to, to lower mid in the playoff hunt. It's gonna be all right. I see great things happening for the Sun, but I can't wait for 2021 to come around again. I just said it before last segment. I'm gonna say it again. We can get back to normal, hopefully, in sports. Because I don't wanna go see my boys play some ball, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm trying to get court side checking out, see what's cracking. Right. Yeah, because I mean, I think, and I think to your point about you know, you know why you're you know you know doing your pitch for the desert for potential stars. Um, I think for I think for a lot of reasons. I mean, one of the biggest things that we know, especially from our, our KSRN fam and just, and just folks there in the desert, period, 
we already know, bro. It's it's very similar to to Minnesota, Cleveland, and New York. The, the, the main problem those three teams have, fucking bogus ownership. And that's yeah. a big problem with Phoenix where they've been very cheap. They've been letting guys go, and they've had other stars there or players that actually ended up blossoming into stars that they've let go. Yeah. And I think I think that it starts with Monty Williams having the culture of winning. That's why when you look at the whole KD Kyrie thing, they went to the Nets because if you think about it, the Nets, the Nets a season ago were what Phoenix is now, where they had a bunch of really good young players, a couple potential stars, but just a, a really good young core that could make the playoffs probably on their own. Couldn't really make any noise, but they could at least do that. To me, that's what the Suns are now. Where if the Suns got a a major star. Could you imagine if the Suns fucking lured Giannis down there? Like, mm. Jesus, H. Christ. They mm. would they would be they would be title contenders instantly. Right. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And they have I think we're even more I, I think we're even more talented now than the Nets were a year ago. Right? Maybe we no. got we got yeah. more pieces. Like we they they had just stuff. thinking yeah, they're just thinking about like before uh, Kyrie and uh and KD went, they had like two guys that were just like, you know, really bringing it and bring it every night and all the rest of the guys, role players, you know, saying doing a job. Talent-wise, we got six guys that can really handle the game. You know what I'm saying? That can really impact the game. So, yeah, we need one guy. We do. And it, it, it maybe, you know what I'm saying? One guy for sure, you know what I'm saying? To get that superstar, everybody needs one superstar on the team. Now, we got D-Book, and I'm not, I'm not discrediting D-Book at all. But think if, think yeah. if we had somebody to take the pressure off him to where they're not doubling him, well, they can't double him. Oh my god! Thirty-six points would go to forty-six points every fucking night with that guy because he's fucking automatic. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, shout out to the Phoenix Suns, man. Um, never rock with y'all forever. It's crazy. I was a Suns fan before I even came to the desert. Before I even set foot in the desert, I was a Suns fan. I always liked the color scheme. I remember when I was in high school, my junior year, or well, my senior year, I had a purple Phoenix Suns shirt. Yep, in Mississippi. Rocking that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck y'all, <laughs> fuck y'all. Go sons, go! God damn it! Shout out to the fucking gorilla, my guy. Right. Well, you know, hopefully, hopefully, you know, we can be back in the arena. We can see him in 2021, and we can see all sports um, in their in their intended environments in the new year. Because Lord knows what's going to happen with this year but we're getting back to business slowly but surely we're 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 taking advantage of the new normal and all that shit so only thing we can say is is stay safe and hopefully it's it's going to be you know some some good stuff to watch because i mean i'll tell you what the bubble games are, are quite enjoyable i'm enjoying them yeah. all. It's it's great, to watch. great i've been watching golf you know shout out to the pga oh, man the championship. Too. yeah oh yeah i've been swinging the sticks baby you know what I'm saying? i've been out there handling it uh yeah you know I, I decided this, man. I said, I'm going to start doing things that make me happy. Uh, you know, instead of just sitting around the house, you know, sulking and, you know, you can do things like that safely. Because, you know, I play, ball, I play golf with my guy, Brian Johnson, all the time. Uh, boxing, we take every precaution, you know what I'm saying? Walk in and get shot in the head with the temperature gun. Um, you know what I'm saying? So just doing things that, that, that mean something to me. And, of course, working out every day. And, you know, spend time with my shorty piece. So, uh, yeah, man. Just reviews out there. Stay safe, man. Just stay safe. Just stay safe. Like, that's just the, the main objective right now 
And they say they, they, they say all, all like the, the old saying says, all we can do in these times, stay safe. I said, right? That's all we can do. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, episode 160, man. Another episode of JB and Benny Blue Review. Hit us up, man. On social media at JB and Benny Blue. That's uh Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All right. At JB and Benny Blue Review.com past episodes. We got a phone number. What's that phone number, Benny? 818-850-280. Hit us up. Um, you know this. You know what? We're going to have some more content coming this week, and I'm going to be doing it here with the Bizzle Man. We're going to be doing, I'm going to pull some clips and mm. be doing some, some hog talk. The beauty of the Zoom technology is we can share the screen and we can break it down. So it's a very efficient way to get this done. So the hog talk is coming. We've, we've been we've been promising the hog talk. We're gonna do it. We didn't forget. Mm-hmm. And just make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel because you're getting full episodes and you're getting clips. So if you want right. to be talking about and get some, and, you know, get some. And listen, I try. I, I charge for this shit. <laughs> yeah. Right? So whatever you're getting some free game. Yeah. I charge for this shit, and I teach, and I teach. I don't teach with the same. I don't teach the same shit that other O line coaches and trainers teach. So, right. hey, I tell people all the time: you, you give me a thirty-five-year-old white woman who ain't never played football in her life, give me an hour with her, and she'll be an offensive lineman by the time I'm done. Right. And that's on me. Right. right. And she's probably got the hips to do it. Hey, all right. But hey. hey. <laughs> We're out. This has been the JB podcast. Until next time, say. And we love you. Stay safe, reviews, man. We love you. I appreciate y'all. Holla. Mondays. Just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Mondays. Just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.